want to get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky. What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you so much for joining me. I know, I know. I've been very busy. I've been very busy. Too busy. Too busy to talk. Yes, yes. Too busy to talk. Overwhelmed with life and work and all the things that make the artist uh, suffer. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, I haven't been able to do any of these in a while, but I think... Now, today, on December 31st, 2022, it's time to talk about the year in review, right? It's my 2022 FU. Uh, What a year it's been, huh? 2022? Who would have thought? I don't even know. What happened? That's how I feel like a lot of this year is. What What happened? Whoa, but even though nothing crazy really, ha- I wouldn't say anything, I mean, bad things, you know, happened, wasn't great, but doesn't it feel like there's another shoe, right? Doesn't it feel like there's another shoe that's going to drop? I don't know, that's just me. Maybe that's just the general sentiment of fear, fear, what, uncertainty, doubt, FUD, that's what it's called, FUD, all right? And I feel like the beginning of the year, Certainly, there was a lot of FUD, right? Certainly, there was a lot of uncertainty. Uh, You know, if we're talking about, and we are, Bitcoin. uh, Bitcoin, which, you know, a lot of people feel uh, is a leading indicator of the market, the economy. Just a leading indicator, just the thing that acts first, the thing that you look at, the canary in the coal mine, if you will, of how things are going to go. Um, well, what did Bitcoin do? Bitcoin basically fell from its high, right? It's fucking high of what? 60, 70 grand, 60, 66,000, 67,000 ish, right? Fell down to under 50. And we started the year with Bitcoin at uh, about 49.7. So right under 50. A lot of people were, including myself, thinking, hey, that's, it's gotta be the floor, right? (laughs) It's gotta be the floor before the fucking blow off top we didn't have a blow off where's the blow off top supposed to go to 100 supposed to go where's the blow off top so i along with many others bought the top i bought the top i didn't really have a lot of money to put in the top but you know i was i was dollar cost averaging all the way up um yes and then uh yes so here we are uncertainty beginning of the year the pandemic it was it seemed like it was over right it's almost been two years. The fucking vaccines rolled out. There were fucking vaccine mandates everywhere. People, I wasn't, I didn't even get to eat at a restaurant for like over a year and a half. You know, in LA, we're checking vaccine passports. Couldn't go to a comedy club. You know, it was, it was, it's crazy. Couldn't even go to the Holocaust Museum. You know, and I tried. And they asked me for my papers. And I was like, is this part of the exhibit? Is this an exhibit? Is this you recreating? Nazi Germany or is it all right um so yeah it wasn't great didn't feel great uh also my grandma died my grandma died uh first you know uh winter the winter or first whatever the quarter first quarter for Q1 
2022, grandma dies. Um, these are all, I guess, leading indicator. Bitcoin's under 50 grand. Grandma dies. It's Nazi Germany everywhere at the fucking Holocaust Museum. It's uh, not, not great indicators, I suppose. Right? Um, February, Russia invades Ukraine. All right. Perhaps not great sign either. Did my grandma give Putin the okay before she shuffled off her mortal coil, perhaps? I'd like to think so, because she died just as she lived, you know, holding a knife. That's that's the last thing I remember about her. <laughs> last thing I was, uh, she was holding a knife and using it to gesture, cut apples for me, you know, dead, and asked, pointed it at me and asked me who I was, you know, stuff like, you know, regular grandma stuff. So I'd like to think, you know, she, she must have died in a knife fight. Probably had a grandma next door, you know, they got in knife fights all the time. And you know what they say, you know, the winner of the life, uh, the uh, winner of a knife fight goes to the hospital. The loser goes to the cemetery. You know, maybe it was my grandma's time. I don't know. It was a weird funeral. I remember there wasn't a lot of crying or sadness. It was just, uh, I don't know, very quiet. People just seemed actually kind of happy. I uh, honestly, I, it was weird. Um, I didn't go to the, the wake or whatever after. I don't know. I'm not um, very close to that side of, of my family, and I I don't know. I was just I wasn't feeling up to it. Apparently, it was a fucking rager. Uh, you know, I think um, I think Grandma had a real suppressive effect on the family, and when she was finally put in the ground, people just fucking let they were like, "Where?" <laughs> they fucking just. Uh, then I don't know. I think um, as I think is pretty common in families, you know, when the older generation dies, the newer generation has to step up. The fucking family secrets could is a, there's a um, there's a question as to whether the dirty laundry of the family should be aired out at this point, or does the next generation step up as the the, the keepers of the flame, the keepers of the flame of honor, you know, keep away the shame. I don't know. So, a time of change, a herald of change, a herald of things to come, you know? See, I I remember, um, you know, spring. That was the uh, Luna collapse. Remember Luna imploded in the, uh, those of you who don't know anything about crypto markets, Luna was like um, just a fucking crypto shitcoin that, was supposed to be the next hottest thing. People made tons of money on it, and then it just it just shit the bed. Turned out the owner was a scammer. He was inflating the I don't know the same Ponzi shit that always happens. You know, collapse ninety six percent collapse ninety six percent collapse. Did you believe that? Okay, uh, and yes, and Q two, the spring. 2022, Bitcoin, Bitcoin went from 49 all the way down, all the way down to 18. It just took a huge shit. It just went blah. Uh, meanwhile, there's a war going on. Meanwhile, people are uh, struggling to take shits in the Ukraine. Because I know if, dude, if I was getting, if there were bombs falling around me and people were shooting, I could not take a shit. I don't know about you it's hard to relax i gotta get relaxed and it's always poo poo pow pow pew 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 and and you're like i could die at any minute i don't want to die in the toilet it's very stressful 
I can imagine it was very stressful. Um, yeah. This is just a time of uh, great... Uh, it's a time of great loss here um, at the House of Rojan. It was a time of transition. It was a time of, you know, whatever. Not just because my grandma died, but, you know, like, I lost my dog, you know? I, lost, I, had, a, I had a bad breakup. Bad, bad breakup. Actually, well, a breakup that had been going on for, like, a year, and finally it was, like, the capitulation phase. You know, it's a capitulation phase of the breakup. You know, I, perhaps my own relationship with my ex is really the leading indicator here because it precedes Bitcoin, you know, and it by a good, I don't know. I mean, if that was indeed capitulation. Anyways, what, what am I saying? L listen, the point is a lot of shit happened. A lot of shit went down. Lost my dog. You know, I don't know what's going on. At the same time, I gained a girl. Started seeing a girl. Things are looking up. Things are pretty happy. Okay? There's a lot of hope there. Though it wasn't all bad. You know, you'd put this still in the uncertainty camp, right? It's, uh, you know, it's not all bad. It's not all good. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. We're all flying by the seat of our pants. Meanwhile, people seem to be just collapsing from the vaccine just randomly. Comedians are up there just... There's this one lady who's all like, fuck you, God, I took the vaccine. And then she just collapsed, right? She's like, she was sort of the height of hubris, collapses. Next day, she's on the Dr. Drew show talking about vaccine injury. Remember Jimmy Dore uh, got vaccine injured. People are getting injured by the vaccine. People are collapsing from the vaccine. People are just collapsing on camera. Athletes are collapsing left and right. Children collapsing. No big deal. There's monkeypox, they said. Bring out the monkey, roll out the monkey pox. That's what they said. Oh, you guys are getting worried. You guys are getting over COVID. You guys aren't sure about the vaccine. What about the monkey pox? And then it turned out that's just from gay butt sex. It was undeniable. They couldn't deny it. They were like, you can't say that. That's homophobic. I'm like, it's not homophobic. It's gay butt sex. We're not saying it's bad. We're just saying that's where it's from. You're allowed to say that's where it's. You can say where the thing's from. Just like you can say COVID's from China. It's not racist. It's literally from China. You do, you think that's racist? You think that you think everybody in Asia is like, hey, that's racist that uh, you're saying COVID's from China. No, they're saying, yeah, COVID's from China, guys. It's from China. You see, in Asia, there's other countries. There's more than one country, and only one of them is where it's from. And so we're not going to take the hit. It's not. We're not going to. No, it's not racist. It's not racist. There's no race. Okay, fuck that. Fuck that. The fucking Japanese are like, oh yeah, we're all the same race. How dare you? No, they're like, no, it's the, Ch the Chinese. Uh, spread it. It's where it's from. Spread. It happens all the Hong Kong flu. It ha SARS. It happens all the time. It's not like some fucking. All right. So, anyways, gay butt sex made disease too. Okay, AIDS and all that stuff. It's all from gay butt sex. Right. Let's not just let's not beat around the bush. The gay butt sex community certainly doesn't. They don't. They stay away from the bush. They don't. They go far as far away from the bush as possible and up the butt. Okay, and then they get monkeypox and they spread it everywhere. Right? They tried to scare you with it. They had all these people, guys with their faces all covered with pox, and then really what that meant is they were munching on butts, and that's how they got the pox. They got the pox from the butt sex. All right. Anyways. A lot of butts, a lot of don't do butt sex from the community, from the, or 
the medical community trying to scare us. Uh, and really what that did was just make us very bearish on butt sex, okay? Bearish on butt sex. It's just we're I'm shorting butt sex, shorting it. I'm sure I don't think it's, it's going to take off butt sex. It seems to be a lot of downside. Uh, and honestly, it's I think it's gross. Okay, so, you know, monkeypox didn't do so. But meanwhile, Alex, they were coming after Alex Jones, man. They were coming out. This is when the Alex Jones trial started. This is when they find him the first time. They find him billions, hundreds of billions of dollars or something. Now they're up to like $2.7 trillion or something. You know, it's like, here you go. You can pay off the... Uh, national deficit or something, whatever, half the cost of the war in Afghanistan or whatever, you know, something ridiculous. We're coming after Alex Jones, right? Remember Uvalde? Uvalde happens, shooting. Police don't let the parents go in for some reason, right? Shooting goes down. Try to blame it on white supremacy. Turns out the kid's like a, a tranny or something. Or maybe that was the other one. There's all these tranny shootings. There's all these shootings. So, okay. So here's the fear subsiding. Uncertainty is there, but the fear is subsiding, right? There's uncertainty. There's doubt in the past fear. There's uncertainty as to what's going to happen. But the, the previous fear, the pandemic, the disease, that's subsiding. I mean, what's the whole point of rolling out a vaccine, forcing everyone to get it, and having all these mandates? You know, if it's not working, it's working, okay? So everybody's like, all right, I guess it's working, you know? But there's these other things popping up, shootings trying to scare you with shootings, trying to scare you with climate change, right? Trying to scare you with uh, Alex Jones misinformation, trying to say it's so bad, right? You got people coming out saying like, oh, he profited off of the dead children and he profited off of the da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Unlike the entire fucking industry that's built on profiting off of the dead kids, you know, like the anti-gun lobby and all that, you don't think there's money there? David Hogg and all these kids who started becoming these spokespeople, you don't th think they're getting funded? You don't think there's money being made? Uh, th it's all built on the dead kids. It's a fucking gold mine. Dead kids are a gold mine. Don't you understand? That's that's just what I... I mean, we have kids literally dying in gold mines or, or coal tan mines or cobalt mines or whatever you want to call it. Hey, we got... It's all built on dead kids. That phone you got, that that's dead kids built that phone. It's all dead kids. This microphone, everything. It's all. Anyways, we don't want we don't need to. We don't need to. They don't really like talk about that. They don't want to tell you about that stuff. That, that, no, monkeypox. Alex Jones. That's what's important. Okay? You got the uh, monkeypox. Vaccine is good. Mo Alex Jones is bad. That's what's important here. Right? I remember summer rolled around and gas is starting to go crazy. Gas is starting to get to like six, right? Seven. It got to seven dollars at one point. She was nuts. It would it was costing me a hundred bucks to fill up my tank, over a hundred bucks to fill up the tank. We fucking and I was barely making the money. Like I was the money I was making at the time working was barely covering my gas cost. It was it was almost it was costing me more money to go out. Right? Um, and of course, uh, there was another crash in crypto. There was a Celsius crash, right? I think the prices were kind of pumping up, trying to get up, back up, trying to get back up to, to 30 or whatever. And then boom, crashes back down. Celsius, right? Um, 
meanwhile, so yeah, money is becoming a concern. Money is on my mind. Money is, uh, I'm thinking about, you know what I need to do? I need to fucking sell my Bitcoin that I got KYC, right? And then turn that into non, get now that things are cheaper, turn it into non-KYC Bitcoin. That was my big plan, right? And then coincidentally, a friend of mine on Telegram was like, hey, I got a, I'm trying to get a miner, right? Can you, uh, can you sell me some Bitcoin? And I was like, yeah, dude, yeah, it all worked out, you know? And at the same time I was working, you know, I was wor- uh, doing this process serving thing. I was driving around. I was like, you know, long end of it. What are we? No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, let's just shorten it. Shorten to shorten the story. I got scammed. Right. It wasn't my friend. It was just some guy, just some guy I ended up giving a bunch of Bitcoin to. Let's just say almost all my Bitcoin to <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Fucking lost. Let's just say two thirds of my net wealth. Let's just say a lot. It's gone. I just gave it away. Gave it away. It wasn't even out of greed. It wasn't even, even, it wasn't, I mean, I guess it was kind of greed just because I was like, oh, I could make more money with this guy. Or maybe, I don't know. No, I thought I was actually helping a fellow pleb. I thought I was, it's, this is when it all kind of came to fruition to me that like this community, this whole thing, this, you know, it's not, it's, it's a vulnerability. It's not, it's real and it's not. Right. Like I met some great guys uh, over like in because um, I also did go to Miami, had a great time with the Bitcoin conference, had a great time. And I think coming off of that, right, the the high of the Bitcoin conference, feeling friends, friendships, whatever, you know, um, this guy fucking scammer took advantage of my vulnerability. You know, that was my vulnerability. I was just like, yeah, the community, you know, and I didn't fucking, you know, looking back, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, it was so obvious, you know, that I was being scammed. That it was just some guy impersonating my friend. It was so, uh, But in the moment, I was just, you just, listen, everybody can be caught on a bad day because that's all it is. It's all it is, is these, these numbers, games, scams, whatever, you know, and yeah. Like, am I too smart to be scammed? Sure, on my best day, but on my worst day, I'm just as vulnerable as anybody else. And the same vulnerabilities apply. It doesn't matter how much security you have, your hardware wallet, your seed phrase. It's a, it's a, the number one vulnerability is social engineering. Okay, this is the human element. is emotions, friends, but the appeal to, to, to help, helping somebody, right? So it isn't just greed, which I kind of wish. Sometimes I wish I had lost the money from greed, where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money, and then, and, then, and then I got scammed. And then I would be like, that'll be a lesson to you for being so greedy. But this was more like I thought I was helping somebody. I thought I was helping the community. I thought I was helping out. And, uh, you know, and then that leaves kind of like a worse taste in my mouth because I'm like, ah, oh, I'm a fucking bigger idiot for being nice. Yeah, but that's how they get you, right? It's a, it's a, it's one of those emotions, you know, greed, right? Fucking community, friendship, whatever. It's just they prey on emotions. So that's when I learned I have to kill my emotions fully. I have to fully deaden my emotions, and I started drinking. No, I'm just, I am kidding. But you know that became obvious to me. Um, summer rolls around, right? I gotta make money. You know, and, and in my, the thing about me in the end is that I don't really care about money. I told you, l- listen, I sold two Bitcoin to come to this godforsaken place, to come to L.A., the place I wanted to leave my entire childhood, 
right? Uh, I came back, you know, for a girl, like, right? And uh, and and in the end, l- listen, it was my choice. I did it. I'm not blaming her. It's not like I came because of her, or whatever. No, I did it. I sold the Bitcoin. You know, at at one point I could have had over six figures in that one, but I sold it to come here, only to lose it all again. And it's fine. It's only money. It's only money. Money is a tool, right? <laughs> it's a tool. It's the wielder that's important, right? So it's fine. Um, you know, you got to fucking take your licks. You take your losses. You take your losses and you move on. What am I going to do? Be des- You just fucking cry about it forever? Cry about spilled milk? When I could have had this and I could have had that. And think about all of that as what I don't have. That's fucking lame, okay? It's also who... It's just that's like loser talk, right? Whatever you fucking, you take. I think maybe uh, doing jujitsu helped a lot in that. Doing comedy helped a lot. You hit a get a take a lot of L's on your way. Okay, just that's just how it is. So that's fine. Bitcoin is the same. You know, I'm a white belt in Bitcoin. I will say it's my first cycle, despite the fact that I bought back in 20. 15 or something 2014 that was the first time i ever bought it i didn't hold on to any of that shit you know i didn't understand it so this is like my first cycle right this is also my first real bear market this is my and so now you know i i uh and i think i got a, a hint of that right uh spring bitcoin conference in miami a lot of fun still euphoric still hope whatever okay summer rolls around it's getting a little more you know it's getting a little more uh Getting a little more rough. This is also, you know, this is me also. Uh, so I got scammed in July. Uh, August rolls around. It's bit block boom. Another Bitcoin conference. I decide to go. I decide to go. You know, part of me is like pretty burned by the community. Part of me is like, uh, or not burned by the community, just my my own uh, emotional involvement in the community or the hopes I felt and all that stuff. You know, little little little. You know. Uh, once bitten twice shy you know what i'm saying um but you know i made friends on spaces uh these guys were gonna have an mma fight in austin and i'd never been to austin before i said fuck it i'm gonna go so i went and it was a great time okay it's a great time mma fights the fucking (laughs) they fucking actually fought each other uh which is great my my boys, uh, guys on my side, they trained their asses off. The other boys did coke and partied with strippers the night before. It was amazing. Great time. I felt uh, really close to the guys, bonded, you know, whatever. Uh, and then I didn't go on spaces for months. <laughs> and then I didn't talk to them for uh, <laughs> Which I, again, you know, I'm a weird, first of all, I'm a weird guy. I'm a weird guy. But secondly, I think maybe... Something about something about that really twisted the screw for me or whatever. I don't know. In fact, I, I um, really cherish the connections I made. I cherish the real-life people. They are. They're real-life people out there. And they're not just avatars on the Internet or whatever. These are real people. And I think something about the, the reality and the virtualness of Twitter and the, reali- and the clashing of it, it was all just kind of... I don't know, in my mind, just fucking... It was really doing a number, you know? Like, what's real versus what's not. You know, what's the people... People, 
human beings, like fleshy human beings versus the projections, these representations of themselves online, even just their voices, just the, the voices online, on Twitter spaces versus their voices in reality, the voices connected to these bodies, the bodies that are connected to time, right? And all of that is displaced in this virtual world and rectifying these things, right? And I probably sound like, what are you, a crazy person? You are, Just get over it. Yeah, it's like talking to them on the phone. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Part of it is like I have a real um, I don't have a great childhood. All right. I wasn't taught to have really great social connections, human connections and all that stuff. Right. It was a, it was a lot of this stuff is kind of me flying by the seat of my pants and kind of and really just faking it, a lot of it. Just being I seem very normal and I seem like affable and social. But, you know, but it's really a mess. It's really a mess in here. If you really got, you know, if you it's a fucking mess. But. But I feel like, you know, that's that's what makes me me. Um, so I don't know. So uh, all that stuff, you know, and if I was a, a better friend or a better person, better, you know, I feel like I probably could have called all these guys and sort of talked to them, whatever. But I had so much shit going on personally, like person. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying about personal. It was just trying to make the money, the fucking money's out of, con- you know, the cost. I'm just trying to make rent. I'm just trying to fucking live. I'm just trying to survive. And at the time, I remember uh, work suddenly dried up. Work suddenly dried up. There was no money. Everything was costing me. I was taking, I took out loans. That's what I did. Oh my God. I took out fucking really bad loans just to live, you know, uh, pay, uh, <sighs> It was rough. It was bad. And but one of the things I did decide to do is I took it upon myself to go and get more work. Go. I was doing this process serving thing. This guy helped me get a process serving that, you know, he uh, paid the bond for me to get my fucking uh, registered to get registered, whatever. And I found out that I could use that to get other jobs. There's some jobs online I, I could find. So I found some online jobs. And I also um Happened to run into a company uh, that um, I served that needed a process server. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to hit him up. Because um, the last time this had happened earlier, I served this place. And they asked me, hey, do you also do L.A.? And I was like, yeah. And then like a fucking moron, I forwarded their info to the guy giving me work. And I think it turned out that, you know, maybe they weren't on uh, great terms or whatever. Anyways, that was the last I ever heard of that. And that was months ago, you know. So this time I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just, I am an independent contractor. I mean, I literally am. So but I'm they're going to be my client, you know. So I took them on as a client. You know, I took on a couple of the online clients or whatever. It like So work started picking up, okay. So I went from like being fucking destitute, having nothing to suddenly work picking up. Suddenly I'm really busy. Suddenly I can't do shit. And I'm, uh, and I would just say the combination of like the mental world going on. There's a economic, personal finance, economic world going, just worlds, worlds everywhere. It's just, you know, it's hard for me to come onto this, uh, do a podcast and just be like, Hey, this is what, you know, I, I feel like, uh, I don't know stress you know a lot of stress uh, i'm still kind of stressed I, I it doesn't necessarily work you know i think there's just a general i would say the uncertainty has only increased from the beginning of the year right 
So fall, you got your bit block boom. You know, uh, I, I didn't have work for a while, so I started doing Uber Eats. You know, I started delivering food. I started doing whatever I needed to do to get money, but then I started getting more work. That was good. At the same time, prices are falling. Gas prices are going down. Things are getting cheaper. It doesn't seem to be so bad. Everybody's like, everybody's saying how bad it was going to be, you know, but it doesn't seem that bad. It's okay, right? I remember people started talking about, uh, there was an article that came out about maybe it's time to declare pandemic amnesty. Maybe it's time to declare, you know, let's forgive and forget. You know, uh, the whole time we were trying to, we were saying like, let's round up the unvaccinated or let's put them in camps or it's okay if they starved and die. We let's, let's fire them and let's say, let's let bygones be bygones, guys. Let's just let, remember that? Oh, yeah, because there was some kind of uh, election. It was a midterm election. It was supposed to be a red wave. It wasn't really a red wave, but it was red enough. People were seeing that the tide was turning. Liberal, the Atlantic, that, that was an opinion piece in the Atlantic. Maybe it's time to declare a pandemic amnesty. Listen, man, we were all so scared. We're scared. We were freaked out. We didn't know what to do, so we decided to become Nazis. Like, that's, that's I guess, what was happening. Meanwhile, at the same time, they really shouldn't have even done that but the atlantic is like an ad magazine that, that's for like trumpers or something you know the people who are actually angry meanwhile by the way as an aside you got you you're they're still talking about trump they're still talking about trumpers the january 6th thing the trumper and the trumpers are anti-vax and they're everything bad or whatever meanwhile trump is like i did the vax like he's so proud of the he's not anti-vax at all. So they're saying you're an anti-vax Trumper when Trump himself is like, I did the vax. And then, the, it, right? But then the fucking establishment, you know, the Bi the Biden side is like, no, 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 we did the vax. Because <laughs> they need to legitimize the vax, need to sell the vax, right? And they're like, oh, Trump, you know, that's divisive. We want somebody who can sell the vax to everybody. Anyway, so still slinging the vax, right? Meanwhile, a vax doesn't seem to be working as good. That seems to be more and more obvious now. You know why? Because people who are getting the vaccine are getting sick. They're still getting COVID. They're getting it. It seems to be more, more. I am not vaccinated. I'm pretty sure I had COVID. I, I never tested myself when I got COVID because I thought it was fucking retarded to go out and get a test every time you got the sniffles. It seemed like a scam in some way, Okay. Then you find out that, yeah, they were actually harvesting your data, selling it and shit. Yeah, remember that? That just kind of went under. Nobody really uh, made a big deal about that, but that's all that money. They have all these free COVID tests everywhere. You think that's really free? It comes from somewhere. That's money coming from somewhere. You're wondering where all this inflation is coming from. You're wondering why prices are going up. Maybe it's because of all the money they just dumped into the economy. Not because of Putin. I mean, listen. I think, um, like, there's a lot of people saying that the inflation we saw was supply shock inflation, right? And that's why it's coming down. Now it's coming down. However, did we print a shitload of money and just give it to people and all that stuff? Yeah. So that's still coming, right? The uh, macro people say that inflation comes in waves. They look at the 40s and the 70s to look at uh, those are the periods of inflation in this country, like big inflation. And so what usually happens is the first one runs up and then it goes sharply down. But then it goes straight back, jack straight back up. The second wave is even bigger. So potentially there's a second much larger wave of inflation coming after this disinflation. 
which is the reduction in the pace of inflation or possibly deflation coming. Deflation is something nobody wants because that means everything goes down. That means that Bitcoin is going all the way down to 5,000, right? That means everything loses its value. Everything goes all the way down. Nobody wants that. That's why they've opened up the money printers since 2008. That's the way they have things called the plunge protection team. They have things built in place to try to stop uh, what the system seems to want to do, which is correct. You know, all the inflation over the years, ever since, I don't know, the tech bubble or whatever in 2001, like it's, you know, it's all been, you know, all this money printing and shit. You know, it's been going into the assets. It's been going into the stock. That's why the stocks been going, you know, been a fucking ridiculous bull market, right? Like, that's why for the past 40 years, everybody just bought the dip. And it's fine. You just buy the dip. And it's fine. It's all, it's a, right? But maybe that's all changing. Maybe that's all changing, you know? There are uh, four-year cycles in Bitcoin because there's a halving, like a four-year halving. You can see the cycles built around it. You can see how the Bitcoin price pumps after the halving because it's a supply shock, right? Just like there was a supply shock in gasoline. Price pumps, and then it comes back down. We're in a period right now where it's coming back down, but at the same time, we're in a period of um, tightening, the f- uh, quantitative tightening. Money is leaving the system. They're not being loose with them because they're afraid of inflation. They're drying up the money, so prices are also going down because of that. Everybody's afraid of inflation, but then other people are saying, no, it's deflation you got to worry about. Things might start deflating. You might see, start seeing gas prices crazy low. And then people will be like, what? There's no recession. And, go, and they're going to go wild. And things might look great for a while until the inflation kicks back in. And then everybody goes, oh, shit. It's not. Things aren't booming. And then it all shits the bet. And then I think that just goes back and forth for a while. What they call the, the whipsaw effect or bullwhip effect or something. You know, it's just... Super volatile, ups and downs, ups and downs. You think you're getting rich. No, and then it all crashes down. And then you think you're getting rich again. Nice little roller coaster ride, perhaps, ahead of us. We'll see. So, like I'm saying, the uncertainty is still there. Uh, People seem maybe less afraid. Uh, But the uncertainty, it's still uncertain, right? Uncertain leads to uncertainty can lead to uh you know amnesia right so we have a pandemic amnesia we're kind of like i mean i think uh, we're hearing about china going through it china the first to lock down the last to uh, open up and still getting fucking the fucking mass vaccine they did all the mandates all the mandates you could possibly imagine and they, they've they've got the worst right now go figure that's weird it's almost like none of that shit worked in fact, all that shit just made it worse. And if you looked at a country like Sweden that didn't lock down and only, you know, tried to protect the old and vulnerable, they seemed to, yeah, they had a uh, the disease ran through the country, maybe a little harder than everybody else, maybe a little faster than everybody else, but then afterwards they were fine. They were fine. There were states in America that were also open, South Dakota, you know, Florida, Texas, they, they're fine. Fine. I mean, yeah. All right. Anyways, Kanye, Kanye comes out, starts saying he's gonna go DefCon three on the Jews. <laughs> he's going on, going on the Jews, and he loses everything because that that's not you did. Uh, well, listen. Um, I would say that 
really what it is is it's it's just a semantic issue here. It's just I mean, there's a way he could talk about this stuff without doing the thing that's just stepping on all the minds, which is really a form of trolling, right? You troll, you step on all the nut minds, you say the no-no words, you make people mad. Yeah, and he just said, you know, I'm a billionaire troll now. I'm a, that's what's happening. Elon Musk took over Twitter, right? He's at, and he he's a billionaire troll. These billionaires are trolling us. That's what we've what it's come to. That's billionaires trolling us, trolling the media. Just that we're just in a troll. It's a troll world. We're in troll world. A clown world is turning into troll world. I guess clown world inevitably brings up troll world because the trolls are sitting around going like, "Look at these fucking clowns," you know. So, and in a way, I, I guess I look forward to that. Uh, being somewhat of a troll myself, being at least a comedian, at least seeing the humor of it, at least seeing the humor of the chaos. Um, so that's, you know, in the George Carlin way of just having a front seat to the freak show, that's pretty fun, right? But, um, you know, that's, that's where we're at, right? At least in the fall. Then you had your FTX go down. FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried. The turnout whole thing was a scam. The whole thing was a money laundering scheme, right? For the Democrats, they're they're taking in money. They're donating it to the Democrats. The Democrats are voting to send money to the Ukraine. Ukraine is putting money in the FTX. The FTX is laundering that money, donating it to the Democrats. You see, this is an interesting thing going on. You look into the connections between SBF and uh intelligence community he's got ties to to you know to epstein you got he's got ties to the sec he's got ties you know yeah you got to he's got ties to pandemic relief the people fighting the pandemic he's got ties to the world economic forum he's got ties doesn't seem like a bitcoiner to me doesn't seem like someone who embodied the free market decentralization aspect of bitcoin non-censorship you know non-censorship he wanted censorship Okay, turns out he's a huge fraud. All right, he was scamming everybody. Yeah, oh, really? Wow. So, of course, Bitcoin shits the bed again. Here we are now. It's the winter. Bitcoin is at 16.5. It can't get up there. 16.5. It's probably, I just can't. People, but maybe this is it. Maybe this is the bottom. This is the bottom. Maybe we're at the bottom, everybody. It's been a whole year of down. Could it possibly go down more? Could it possibly go down more? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it could. It could. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I'm learning more and more about markets, market psychology, things like that, chart patterns or whatever the fuck. And, and really, it's all fear and greed, right? And um, things can drop of their own weight, right? Things can just drop. People just leave the market. Things just drop. For things to pump, you need people to get excited, Right. So we're not in that period. It's not very euphoric in Bitcoin or, you know, crypto or high risk assets or whatever. I think the big issue is people are not understanding that Bitcoin is not a high risk asset. It's actually a risk off asset. Uh, but we're still in the period where people don't know that yet. Where the market doesn't feel that that's that's really the case. And instead, they're using it as a vehicle to make money, you know, to make more fiat. And that's fine. Okay, that's good. That's good for people stacking. That's good for people who understand the the thesis. That's good for people who have a fundamental understanding of what this thing is. All right. So here we are. Inflation is now going down. 
right? In fact, the, the Fed is saying the economy is too hot. There's too much inflation. The inflation is coming from wage inflation. The inflation is coming from blaming the people. They're saying the market is still too high. They're saying things are too good. You have it too good. You got to so the Fed. Fed is willing to cause a recession. That's what everybody's saying. We're gonna have a recession. We're gonna have a recession because the Fed, the tightening, and the Fed, and it's very possible. What's gonna happen is we're gonna see inflation go crazy downwards, right? Like a, there was going to be a period of deflation. Things cost less money. People think, oh, my God, things are kind of great. Very possible. I mean, that's, 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 I feel like the contrarian argument is that, um, yes, there will be a recession. But at first, people will think there isn't one because things look like they're getting better. And so there's going to be like a rally, right? It's going to be like a rally. We, we, yay! Until they realize, oh, wait, they're, you know, it's the Wiley Coyote moment, right? Where they realize, oh, there's nothing under us. And then they fall. That's possible, too. I guess we shall see. So here we are. Winter 2022. The last day. 2022. What's going to happen in 2023? In terms of the Bitcoin cycle, it's still another year and a half till the halving. Right? There's more to come. In terms of, uh, I don't know, politically, there's no... um, there's no, uh, whatchamacallit, there's no election, but um, typically the year before a presidential election, things do well because they want to try to get people to like, you know, be like, oh, look at how the administration did good stuff for us. However, everything um, on the uh, sort of geopolitical, macroeconomic level, you know, on the big level, didn't look so hot. Doesn't look so hot. Um, apparently, there's just too many people have jobs. Too many people have jobs. They still have money, they say. So we gotta get, we gotta take care of that. So that doesn't sound great. But on the meanwhile, on the meanwhile, on the other hand, um, it does feel like people on the ground they're getting kind of tired of all this shit. They're getting tired of it. I was at a, um, I went to a comedy show. I went to a Jimmy Dore show, and you know I like Jimmy Dore. It's great. He's. Uh, He's been really good on vaccine stuff, on Russia. You know, he's been he's been good on a lot of this shit. But it was interesting to see him do stand-up, a lot of other comedians doing stand-up. And what I'm seeing is that a lot of criticism of the regime, of the vaccine regime, of the military-industrial complex, whatever, it's getting normalized. You know, I think it's getting normalized. I think more and more people are starting to be like, hey, this was all bullshit, wasn't it? I mean, it seems like it was just a big racket. The whole thing's a racket. Seems like people are kind of waking up to that. Where that goes is where the uncertainty, you know, it only increases, right? So it's kind of hard to know where it's going to go. I can only hope for the best. I can only prepare for the worst, right? Which I don't know if I necessarily am besides being pretty well-armed, I guess. I mean, not as well-armed as the state, but, you know, enough. But um, besides all that, I don't know. You know, maybe it's time... Maybe it's time to move, you know, get, get out of L.A. Maybe it's time. It's only going to get worse. I don't know. A lot of uncertainty there. A lot of uh, doubt about the status quo. Uh, but not, I don't know, fear. Not afraid. I'm not afraid. I, I, uh, I, I'm an optimist, man. I mean, that's why I'm a Bitcoiner. That's why I believe in this shit. Because I believe there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's just the tunnel is fucking nasty and gross. You know, it's full of shit and it's really long. 
and we're still in the middle. But I think I can see the light. I think I can see the light, unless that's just somebody lighting the shit gas on fire. But we'll see when we get there, right? We'll see. So, I don't know. So, boy, was that depressing? I don't know. I, I hope not. I, I think it's, it's realistic. I think I'm just trying to be like, this is what happened. They're still good. They're still good. I, you know, I'm actually pretty happy. You know, um, I've, you know, I, I met someone and it's very nice. Right. Um, I think that's good. Right. I think, um, I don't know. I think there are always, it's always darkest before the dawn or whatever Batman said. Right. Like it's always, it's always going to be, there's always stuff out there that happens, you know, with the crisis, there's opportunity or whatever it is the Chinese are saying right now is their economy collapses, you know, whatever they're going to do. Um, it's all, there's always spots of brightness. There's always opportunity there. There's always something to be found. And I think you just have to, uh, open your eyes, look around. If anything, I think this year has taught me that it's reality. That's much more important than the virtual shit right? It's all about web three, man. It's all about the metaverse. It's all about virtual. It's all about working from home. It's all about zoom meetings, all about, you know, Twitter spaces. It was all about that during the pandemic because everybody's locked down and everybody's forced to it. But in the end, I think people naturally, they need to go out. They need to fucking throw hands with each other. They need to fucking hug each other, kiss each other. They need to, you know, be, being at a comedy show in real life. it, It was, you know, you could see this is what we need. This is what we need. We need local shit. We need shit on the ground. We need shit in between. We need people building a parallel world from this this world economic forum monstrosity they want for us, where we're all in pods, where we're all virtual, where everything is tracked, everything is digital. We're just a we're more than a number, right? We're more than a number. We're now al- we're a part of an algorithm now, right? I think uh, humanity is is rearing its head. It's fighting back. It's going to fight back. It's going to keep fighting back versus these anti-human forces. And I feel like that is where the hope is, and I feel like that's where the action is. That's where the juice is. That's where I want. That's where I want to be. Those are the people I want to entertain, right? Those are the people I want to be around. So I don't know. So I find that there is hope underneath all of that. That's what happens when uh, you open Pandora's box. All this bad shit, ah, all the bad shit comes out, all the bad shit. But at the end, there's hope. Hope comes out there too. Hope's always there. Fucking Greeks knew that. I mean, where are they now? I mean, they're maybe not doing so great, but hey. Hey, they still smash plates and go, opa, on the ground. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's, what's, that's what's important. And I hope you get to do that. I hope you smash some plates in the coming year. I hope you have a good new year. I hope you have a happy new year. I hope everything is well in your neck of the woods. And um, I am signing off now, but I will uh, be back next year. It will be uh, next year to do another review. <laughs> so stay, stay subscribed, guys. Uh, look, follow me on Twitter, at Kim. Um, you know, just uh, follow me there. Subscribe if you can. Me on Fountain. I'm on the Fountain app. I'm on Apple and all that other stuff. Find me out there, Rosenkin Cast. Thank you for listening.